Hello everybody and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness. I'm your host Ant and once again I'm joined by my co-host for today's show Mike. Hello Mike. You're right Ant, how's it going? I'm nice very, to be back. I'm very well thank you. So um, in today's show what we're going to talk about is um, how you can be uh, personally empowered um, during uh, these momentous uh, times that we're living in. Definitely um, momentous. Yeah, because it can feel like you know the external world and our own internal world is really in a in a state of turmoil. So as you alluded to, Mike, um, I don't think anyone can deny that we're living in historic and momentous times, and um, there's so much that's just going on outside of our awareness, and it means that we can easily become externalized and attached to events outside of our control so for example we've got the u.s election going on obviously uh, at the moment mike which we spoke about in our previous action uh, in our previous uh, episode i should say yep. and i know myself that um i am uh, looking uh, for updates every day what's the latest that's happening with regards to you know the current um legal uh, shenanigans and uh, everything that's um, rolling from that and also here in the UK we've got talk of um, next week it's said that a vaccine is going to be approved uh, so we've got the rollout of a, oh, a God, vaccine yeah and then we've got reports of allegedly dark winter approaching which many western leaders have talked about so potentially that could mean power outages and then, we, of course, we've got the winter solstice, uh, solstice I should say, uh, on the 21st of December. So the planetary shift, the planetary al alignment. We've got continued lockdowns. And it's like, ah, where do we stand in all of this? It's it easy. is pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's easy to feel so disempowered. What is our role or, or purpose in all of this? Do we have one? And mm, as I say, we want to bring, yeah, we want to bring... Uh, want to bring an understanding to our listeners today and ourselves as well it's always a self uh, lesson as well self-exploration yep. how we can feel um empowered in in this um situation because it is quite difficult to feel empowered right now isn't it yeah i know i definitely struggle yeah um when people say things like and i happen to agree with them they say mike things like well in future decades and in you know in a hundred years time there'll be writing about this period and in future if we have physical books you know literally <laughs> thousands of books are going to be written about it yeah history uh, textbooks yeah and it's it's almost as if well um you know what is my role in it i don't want to feel like i'm just a a, a small bit part player and um it you do you do have that sense in which well I want to have an impact on events and i don't mean that from an egotistical uh, perspective mike it's like for people like ourselves and for all of our listeners who have discernment and i'm sure who have lots of knowledge of the spiritual and the esoteric and all the hidden realms and we have a little bit of an insight to what life is about and what we're here on this planet to do there is a sense of responsibility that i feel that presses upon us that's incumbent upon us to to make a bit of a difference and I feel that's what can cause some of the uh, um, anxiety what do you feel about that yeah I mean like you're saying these are out of control times um, and can be very 
overwhelming with everything that's going on, COVID, elections, political turmoil, economic collapse. Hey, the fact that you might struggle to put food on the table this Christmas. Well, look at the amount of people queuing for food banks in the US alone. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Um, and the fact is, with all this craziness going on, there might be a lot of new people learning about the conspiracies, yeah, um, yeah. losing faith in the very institutions that are meant to help us in times like these. And they could be like, what the hell is going on? Trying to cling on to every single little bit that they can just to have some sort of sense of normality in their yeah, life. Yeah, I think also what happens, as much as there are certain types of people who will be drawn to more conspiracy-type material, perhaps for the ter first time when they've looked at, well, hold on, the mainstream narrative around COVID makes no sense. So perhaps they've gone down, you know, conspiracy uh, kind of rabbit hole. Just trying to make sense of it in their own head. At the same time, you've got those who are going to cling to the reality. So they're yes. like, well, I'm not going to... The conspiracy type material, truth and material, that's for the crazy type of material. Sorry, that's for, you know, the crazies. But at the same time, there are those, as I was just saying, who are going to cling to the current, their current understanding of the world, to their worldview, I should say. That was the phrase I was looking for. Well, whatever narratives put before them at yeah, the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, yeah, so in a, in a sense, they're going to cling even more to uh, the mainstream narrative. And the point uh, I want to kind of shift the focus of this episode now, Mike, is that that is true never more so than with the US election. So what we have is, because of the power of the mainstream media to project the message that Biden is the president-elect, and he is going to be inaugurated on January the 20th for many millions of people, not just here in the UK or where a lot of our listeners from are, are from in the United States. That is their reality. That is it. For those that aren't looking at uh, material online, who aren't looking at an alternative perspective, their consciousness, their reality is Trump is, is a sore loser. Uh, Biden's going to be inaugurated, as I said, and, and that is their reality. And, the problem that I have is what happens if, it's a big if, but if the result of, or, and I'm going to come to that in a moment for yep. those people who would like a bit of an update and I've got some good well, information I know I to would share. Like one. <laughs> yeah, on the US election, what's actually going on. What happens um, if and when Trump is actually declared the winner as a result of these court cases? All of those who believe that. Uh, Biden is the winner they're going to feel cheated aren't they Mike so you potentially this is where you've got the potential for a civil war type situation in in the United States where those who um, believe that Biden's the winner they're going to feel cheated aren't they well from the way I see it I almost see it both sides are going to feel cheated no matter what the result yeah sorry I'm making the assumption because I'm tied yeah. to Trump with you. <laughs> and you've that's got what, more discernment on yeah that, and that's so. what we're going to move on to in a bit but um so I see the um Biden supporters are going to be absolutely destroyed if it turns out that Trump wins Has after all these um yeah. kind of like court cases go through yeah. so they're going to be up in arms but on the same time, if it turns out that Biden's won and Trump is being a sore loser, then all Trump supporters are going to go crazy going, well, it's just a conspiracy. He really won. You know, they're just throwing out these court cases. So whatever is going to happen now, it's going to be a case that one team supporters, sure. and yes, you do have to view it like a football game sometimes, you're looking at the blue team and the red team. Sure. Um, 
and that way you just see the ridiculousness in this and how much attention um, and anxiety and hope has been poured into whatever outcome whatever you want to happen essentially and the one uh, just the one thing you missed out of that which is the most important component is the emotional investment yes very good point because everyone is emotionally invested in one of these outcomes and whichever one they don't feel that they get they're going to feel like they've been robbed because they've, yeah. they've already um, invested their emotions, if you like, in a specific outcome. And that's my worry yes. or concern, because um, what will happen if Trump is inaugurated on the 20th? The mainstream media are just going to go into full on, uh, you know, hate mode against Trump. They're going to, as we've said well, before, they're already, on full, they're already on full, but they're going to literally say it's a coup. Uh, Trump is the you know the next Hitler. This is like the Reichstag moment where you know <laughs> Hitler grabbed power and all the rest of it. And and we're gonna just and that's gonna rile people who felt that Biden was the winner. And you know we are gonna be in a horrific situation. Hang on, quickly asking. I'm not sure on this. Who runs Antifa and BLM? Uh, it's said to be funded by George Soros. Certainly, George. Is he Soros. on the blue team? Oh, oh yes. Okay, because yeah. if anything, the Hitler comparison there is only Hitler had a kind of like mob youth army going for him at the time. Yeah. And that's what he used to take power with. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I don't think Trump's got one of them. <laughs> no. So as I was just saying, uh, Mike, we'll now go on to an update of the election. I'll try and keep it concise as possible because I am quite emotionally invested. Anyway, our listeners will be aware that recently, around about a week ago, there was a press conference, the first main press conference really, with Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, who's a lawyer. And um, this was a press conference that the mainstream media did cover, but all they focused upon was not the content of what was being said, was the fact that uh, Rudy Giuliani's hair dye uh, ran down the side of his face and they were basically decrying him for that and also they said well all these people are talking about is conspiracy theories they're just talking complete nonsense they haven't presented any evidence well the point is as uh, as Jenna Ellis said who's a spokesperson on this press conference amazing woman she actually put the she put the mainstream media the big networks like CNN and Fox and CNBC and the rest of them completely in their place because she said look we're not going to present the evidence now this press conference is just about what we're going to tell you what's going to happen what the process is going to be for trump to fight back through the local process the legal process you're not going to hear you're not going to hear you know the details of the sworn affidavits we're not going to present um witnesses now because that comes afterwards and exactly what happened is she um said jenna ellis she said I know what you're going to report. And they did the next day. They said, well, no evidence has been presented. You know, it's like, well, we're not going to present you with evidence. Okay. And so now. that's quite interesting because I have to admit, never listen to the mainstream media. They're lying to you full front all the time. I mean, a great quote is um, you either don't watch the mainstream media and be uninformed or you do watch it and be misinformed. I mean, to be fair, I just... I watched the coverage on the mainstream media briefly to see how they covered it, but then the actual the actual press conference I watched on another news network. But just also, Mike, to add, the interesting thing was, and this is how the press works, mainstream media, Rudy Giuliani in the wake of 9-11 was America's hero. He yeah. was literally cast, he was the mayor of America, 
you know, held the country together in its grief, right? Now he's a, he, they're, they're trying to say he's a madman, he's talking his conspiracy theories. They're even trying to say he's mentally unstable. You know, like they do with yeah. conspiracy theories. Well, hang on. Um, hasn't the other things that have been going on recently where um, the press secretary of the president got taken off of Twitter? Right. Didn't you say that to yeah, me? Yeah, 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 McKenemney. Yeah. And also, um, when they tried to give an official statement from the White House, wasn't it they some... They cut him off. Yeah, some yeah. TV station cut him off. They cut. They said, oh, the, the president, we have to cut him off uh, because President Trump, we believe he's not actually speaking truth, or I paraphrase. And yeah. that's the first time... So that's in in time censorship. So it literally does show that um, it looks like they're trying to stop um, the Trump team sure. representing whatever information they want to present, yeah. um, even if it's not the full thing at the moment, and sure. just this is the process. Sure, sure. So yeah. it does seem to be a certain amount of um, overpowering there in um, misinforming people. So the other thing about this press conference, and there's a link in the description, guys, so please do check that out. Full press conference. The other interesting thing, Rudy Giuliani actually said in that press conference, he said about how George Soros funds Antifa and Black Lives Matter. So that wasn't covered in the mainstream media. So. Oh, apparently another guy got um, cut off the air when he started bringing that up as well. Yeah. The presenters was like, we don't need to talk about that, and literally just cut him off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've we seen the censorship is, is going crazy. So as I said, I just wanted to bring that at uh, to the attention of our listeners. Now, the second part of the information that I want to share is... They may or may not be aware, so I do um, I do apologise to the listeners if they are aware of this. But so hear me out on this. So basically, back in twenty eighteen, President Trump he signed into uh, an uh, an executive order uh, imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign intervention in a U.S. United States election. So it's basically it also meant that. President Trump declared a national emergency. So that national emergency is still in play to this day. And the 2020... Hang on, when did the national emergency start? Back in uh, September 2018, when he signed this executive order into place. Part of it was that the US would go into uh, a national emergency. Hang on, were they saying that it was going into a national emergency right then? Yes. Or that office was only meant to be used in a case of a no, national no, emergency? No, 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 from that moment, from the moment that that was signed into being... I swear they didn't mention that on the no, TV No, no, well, there you go. So basically, the recent election was conducted under this state of emergency. Now, the important part of that means that because the election was conducted under a state of emergency, that means that the president has certain quite rain, wide ranging powers to use. One of those is the fact that basically it's come to light that um, the Dominion voting system, which is a Canadian uh, owned company, the servers were uh, in Germany and they basically I'm not sure if it's the US military, but they were being run by the CIA. Okay. Right. And they've been taken out now, but I'm not sure if it's uh, the US military, but basically all of the physical um, servers have actually been taken for whatever uh, phrase you want to use. Now, the fact that Dominion is Canadian, it's a foreign company. So um, obviously that means that um, Trump, a part of this order means that 
he can seize the assets if if he can prove there's been foreign involvement right he can yeah. actually uh, seize the assets you've also got um a company called um Cytil S C Y T L which um I believe it um it was operating so it's similar to Dominion in that it's an operating system. So it's where votes are counted. Yeah. And that was happening in Spain, apparently. So that counts again as foreign interventions in the in the US election. Now, the important thing is the Department of Justice under this executive order has the power to seize all assets of individuals and companies that were complicit in aiding or covering up this foreign interference in US elections. So the other interesting thing is that that also includes all of the media because it go it goes on this information that I've gleaned it goes on to say that any company or organization that's colluded with this foreign intervention yeah. which would be the mainstream media which would be the big tech big tech companies because they've spread the message that Biden is the winner and they've they've deliberately censored um trump throughout this process yeah but i don't think that quite counts as collusion though i guess that's for the courts to decide true that so basically what that could also mean if that's proven that the assets of cnn could be seized which would mean essentially there'd be no more i mean essentially if you seize the assets would that be their studio um it would be the, everything i guess yeah yeah well i have to admit i did hear a report that trump wanted to start his own um media company up to like yeah combat yeah. cnn or something like that sure so that could be something to do with this and also the other thing is that not only could the it seize the assets of big but it could also seize sorry the, it seize the assets of big tech companies which could include seizing their domain names such as twitter.com youtube.com Facebook.com, etc. So Trump could literally take control of all the big tech companies if, through the legal process, it could be proven, I'm not saying he will, yeah. but if it could be proven that they colluded. Well, I was going to say, um, these big tech companies already do influence election results. Yeah. Um, that is just without doubt. They influence people, so they're going to influence yeah. election results in that fact. Yeah. Um, I think the thing they're looking there for is to prove a link of collusion yeah. um, between, say, you know, the Russian government actually paying them to try and influence sure. it one way or another. Whereas um, what tends to happen, and this is why collusion can almost be impossible to prove, yeah. is, say, Russia is running a server farm where they've got, like, Say a thousand people might be running ten thousand bots of artificial people, all with a different account on Facebook. Sure. You know, typing away, saying their stuff, and because it's not actually trying to rig the election per se. Sure. Yeah. yeah um, a, a point of collusion cannot be drawn between those sure. two. Yeah, yeah. So I very much doubt he could say. Um, you know, sees the tech companies there, yeah. but he they do make a very good point when it comes to even the um say the the domain server, you Dominion would, server. Dominion server. Yeah. Um, so you know them if they prove to have uh, you know committed election fraud. Well, they allow... can they can go through the process and and check it all in real time. Yeah. So if they can prove election fraud there, then yes, collusion has happened. Sure. And they could take that company. I mean, the other interesting thing I've heard, I don't know how true this is, but apparently Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, funded to the tune of four hundred million dollars part of the electoral process. Um, so like, surprise me. So 
that could even be like poll clerks at the polling stations right down to that level. Could be. Right across America. Um, the other thing, and I'll finish on this point, is um, Trump, basically, if he can prove that there's foreign intervention in the election, right, then the whole election is null and void, basically, because it constitutes a failed foreign coup attempt against the United States. It's weird how they say that, and yet they committed so many on other countries. Well, that's the <laughs> ironic thing, because the Dominion, sorry, the Domain Dominion servers yeah. in Frankfurt in Germany, they are, they were under the control of the CIA. So there's, this is where it's about supposedly taking down a deep state because it's like, that's where they've been treasonous. Because although they're US CIA, it's obviously that they're working against the US democracy, See, the US constitution. I find it quite interesting to hear the fact that you keep going on about um, outside... Um influences from other countries yeah. well i thought these main the lawsuits were mainly about voter fraud within the country itself right you know um i, I could be wrong on this but the first um, thing i heard about it was um they were just chucking in loads of fake ballots for biden to try and i think chuck that's the happened election. obviously as well i'm just focusing on this piece yeah okay. of information yeah so um, I've given, a, given, I should say, a very abridged version of a very interesting article, which I will link in the description so uh, you guys can read it and glean your own information. I've just done a very basic uh, brief summary. I'd also like to add a chap that I find very useful, a British guy called Simon Parks. He used to be involved in British politics. I'm not sure in what capacity, but he claims to have links to the Trump administration. So he gives daily or every other day kind of updates, uh, intel. So if you're interested, like me, in the updates, I've also put a link in the description to his YouTube channel and his work. But it is really interesting what's going on because it does, as, as I said uh, in one of my YouTube videos, it does appear as if Trump knew that the Democrats were going to try and steal the election. Hence why he uh, brought signed in this executive well, order. the Democrats have done everything they can to try and get him out of office before well, the election. So, yeah. of course, they were going to try and well, do everything they can Well, they impeached him. They tried to say that there was Russian collusion after the election. So they've done everything to remove him. So he would have known. But one thing I find so interesting is, like, Trump and Hillary, she threw her toys out of the pram to begin with. Yeah. Um, she tried to get recounts in many states. Um, and they just waited patiently to do the recounts and then came back. No, Trump's definitely won. Um, and then they moved forward like this. There was no media saying, oh, Hillary's just a bad loser or anything like this. Mm. And now suddenly Trump's coming out saying, well, actually, there might be voter fraud going on. We should check this. And I swear, within less than half a day, an hour or so, suddenly there's reports going, no, we checked, no voter fraud. And I'm like, well, that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's another important point to make here uh, with regards to the US election and what may or may not happen. Now, there are some rumours that Trump is going to, going to use an emergency broadcast to, to declare to the nation and this won't just be in america this will be around the world that this will be broadcast because obviously as we know the mainstream media they're not going to report upon uh, any of these court cases or they're not going to give a fair reflection of what's happening or if trump you know presents more evidence of what's going on they're not gonna they're not going to report upon this 
So if well, I was going to say if the um, if the lawsuits actually turn out right, there is voter fraud, and Trump did win, there will be an official statement by the the Supreme Justice or something, yeah. which cannot be ignored Supreme if you know Court. what. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So once there's an official statement made, all the all the blue team supporters can do is go, "This is so unfair," or something so, like this. So, uh, so do you do you not think it's likely that he could? At least for a temporary period, take down you know the the main news networks in America. Um, I just think it's one of those kind of like fluff pieces stories where it just sounds interesting, gets you excited. Yeah. Um, but you know that's kind of like worst case scenario. He wouldn't need to do that if he doesn't have to. I I I tend to think that if he did that, could you imagine the 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 public's reaction who dislike him? They would say, look. He's destroying the mainstream media. He's he's on his Hitler mad power grab for power, uh, and and that would just kind of confirm their worst suspicions, wouldn't it? In a way, so quite it would be quite an extreme move, wouldn't well, it? Well, this is why we were bringing this up today because um, everything is such in turmoil and flux with the election. Sure. And like we were saying earlier, so much of those emotional investment in this, um, whatever team eventually wins whatever eventually happens one team supporters are going to collectively lose their shit yeah and there's a possibility of a civil war coming along yeah yeah um and to be honest it's not just with the elections in america right now it's in with every country with um the corona bullshit that's going on you know if a country decides it wants to do mandatory vaccines everyone who doesn't think the need for a vaccine or doesn't need think the virus is scary at all is going to be like well i don't want it mm. and then there's possibly going to be civil war in countries I mean, over this i do have to admit that i'm struggling at the moment because i did read a report today that from next week it's likely as i said at the beginning i believe that one of the i don't know who it is i don't know if it's astrazeneca i, d I don't know which particular vaccine that's supposedly being developed it's going to be but apparently one is going to be approved next week and there's going to be a media onslaught and apparently a whole, you know, PR exercise from the government. And I have to admit, I'm human, Mike. Part of me is getting a little bit scared. I have to admit. Yeah, and my, and, I'm, and I'm like, actually, I quite like just going around uh, my day to day life, going to shops, going to gigs, going to concerts, going to social events like it was before without my freedom <coughs> COVID pass without having to present a QR code to show that I've been tested twice in a week. Get yourself or, scanned. Yeah, or, or to prove that I have the vaccine. And, and, and I am realising now, I hate to use this expression, so forgive me, listeners, but this shit's getting real now, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Everything that we predicted, and many other people with a functioning brain, <laughs> back in March, with the rollout of the vaccines, is now coming into view. And, and I do want to relate this to our overall theme of personal empowerment, Mike. I yeah. I don't want to get off the point too much. And it is about now to, you know, for me and other listeners who, and for our listeners who might be concerned about mandatory vaccines, is to, is to you know, when, it, to, when we meditate, to sit in our empowerment and realise that, look, we are going through an amazing time. And I just want to flesh that out, that, you know, power structures that have been in place on this planet for literally centuries are in the process of, dissolving being shaken down you know be they economic might be they political be they religious be they uh, be they scientific whatever they be but they impact upon all areas of our life and it is it is 
it is such a struggle to come to terms with that, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'm really struggling, but, you know, it does appear as if Rome is burning, you know, the, the evil empire that has been in control of this planet for so long, impinging its own, you know, control. It does feel that that is, that that is now on the wane and the, and the, and the, the, the vaccine and the, and the point of a mandatory vaccine is the fact that it appears that their power is most at its extreme. For, for me, it just represents their weakness. I, mean, I am getting scared. I yeah, I mean, I, I would always say with this point, this is why it's so easy to feel overwhelmed with just everything that's going it on is. and the scales yeah. of it. And yeah. the fact that just everything is unprecedented. Yeah. No one truly knows what's going to happen next. Um, you know, and it does seem like um, the government is just pulling balls out of the hat to go, oh, that's what the next plan is. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, and the big thing that I would try and give people for this period of time is the idea of putting back from the movie screen. Because yeah. this is this is just a movie. Everything that's being played out within the mainstream media, mm. it's just a movie to try and draw everyone in, get everyone's attention and feed the system. Um, so really you do have to pull yourself away. Um, almost like being in a cinema and suddenly that immersion breaking moment happens and you suddenly well, when really... the lights go down well no no when you're halfway through a film and then suddenly you might sneeze you might have an itch something might happen and then you suddenly you know there's a switch that goes on in, well inside you that suddenly goes from i i am the movie to oh i'm just in a cinema watching the movie yeah. um and it needs to be that that happens within each of us that really well it needs that event to happen to Teach us to stop giving our power away to these events and maintain it. I mean, the phrase I would use for this is almost um, the boat does not sink because of the water that's around it. Mm. It only sinks because of the water that's inside it. Mm. And I'd also like to invoke the idea of the hero's journey, uh, which we covered in an episode. So I've put a link in the description. Yep. Please do check that out. And it's this idea of... You know, it sounds cliche, forgive me, uh, but about being the best version of yourself. And we're always going to face tests and trials, as Joseph Campbell brilliantly says in his book, uh, um, A Hero of a Thousand Faces. But it's about facing those trials, you know, with good grace and, and knowing that ultimately humanity and this, and this planet is going through a massive tra transformation. But we will, as a collective and as individuals, we will prevail. And it is about the monomyth and realising that this isn't just all about what's happening out there and all the turmoil out there. It's about the turmoil within you, which relates to all the chaos out there. And realising that you are in control of the movie, like in the virtual, to think of the metaphor of a, a game, you know, a role-playing game, Mike. We are the central character. We are in control of the, the joystick. So we yep. have all those superpowers. So it may appear as if it's about Trump, the deep state, it's Biden, it's Giuliani, it's the health secretary in this country, you know, mandating vaccines. But really, we control our reaction. And, you know, we, we're in control or in dominion, if you like, of our world. And we are empowered. Yeah, but um... I know how easy it is. To feel the opposite. Yeah, um, I think the important distinction you need to make there with what you just said was the whole idea of we may be in control of our movie, but we're not in control of the mainstream the media yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you pull away from everything that's going on outside of your 
external control. Mm. And then you focus on what you can control in your immediate environment. Because mm. that way you're focusing on yourself mm. and what you can do to improve the life of yourself and others mm. around you, rather than focusing on what's going on outside your impactful control. Because mm. there might be quite a few of our listeners, Mike, who are in a similar space to me in that it's, you know, for the good of humanity, Trump needs to win. For the preservation of um, American democracy, for yeah. all its goods and ills, like all democracies around the world, Trump must win. For the preservation, you know, of, of goodness on this planet, Trump must win. For the takedown of the deep cabal and the central banks and all these other, you know, institutions, Trump must win. And I know I'm getting kind of uh, in that state of mind and like you're trying to bring the awareness to me to, you know, don't, don't, don't get attached to that because A, you might be disappointed in yeah. what happens if it doesn't go our way. And B, it's not, it's not, um, it's not my role. I can't play a role in the outcome of that. So I just wanted to share that because yeah. I think probably quite a lot of our listeners are struggling with that as well. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I always take a very, very far step back from most things like this. Um, and one of the things that always goes through my mind with this whole QAnon supporting Trump yeah. thing is what if that's just a massive, clever ploy to actually get all the conspiracy people to vote for someone they wouldn't necessarily vote for if they didn't believe that theory. Mm. So in other words, you've got a large group of the population that wouldn't vote normally because the conspiracies people are normally like, well, what's the point? Well, the political vote? system is rigged. It's a joke. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So suddenly you've got thousands and thousands, well, millions of people not voting in America. Mm. Suddenly Trump comes along and goes, actually, what if we um, tie me to the conspiracy stuff? Mm. We might get that conspiracy vote. Yeah. So there's a possibility in my mind right now. I'm not saying that's what's happening. It's just what could be going on mm. is that um, everyone's being secretly coerced to vote for a system which they normally wouldn't have because of their way of thinking. So rather than just, um, oh, okay. So it's a bit like, it's not so much people voting for Trump to, you know, for goodness to prevail. It's more about, there's kind of like, a, what should we say, an underhand element, which is like, if we get people to vote who wouldn't normally, then we're reinforcing the system and it is about politics. And that yes. is how you change the world. I can understand an element of that. So there's lots of levels of stuff that could be going on and we won't truly find out until the dust settles, if you know what I mean. Mm. Um, yeah. And that's why you've really got to like not give your power away to things so easily and quickly because it's very easy for your power to be um, taken away from you. Mm -hmm. And just as we say to every tagline to discerning consciousness, yeah, if you're not controlling your own consciousness, someone else, someone is. else is. Yeah, I mean, I would just like to add to that. Uh, I agree with what you're saying, but I do think if we look at the types of figures, right, who who are in the Biden camp, yeah the Obamas, the Clintons, the George Soroses, the Bill Gates, who are all his, who are all, uh, you know, unavowed uh, Biden supporters. They're not good people. So it no. is, do you know what I mean? It, it, it's, can you understand how it is quite easy for me and perhaps quite a lot of our listeners to see it as a battle against good and evil? Essentially, yes, because that's the way it's been presented to people. Yeah, yeah. Because um, if you take 
everything that we've seen Creepy Joe do yeah. and everything we've been hearing about the Epstein flight logs and yeah. members of the blue team being a part of that, yeah. it all makes you think that, um, yeah, maybe something is going on dodgily on the blue team. Yeah. Interesting. Because there was already, sorry to interrupt, because let's remember, there was already with Harvey Weinstein, uh, Epstein, uh, the whole Prince Andrew thing, there was already quite a lot coming out, wasn't there? Yeah, um, and it's quite interesting, um, and I haven't done enough research on this, so it's not exactly a good comment, but I don't think I've seen um, any big names on the red team being mm. on those flight logs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I'm not saying that Trump isn't possibly working with um, people to remove the deep state, or he's not. It's just, you've got to expand your possibilities to it could be. Well, that's what I do, because um, I don't I don't support QAnon, um, and I, I don't really, I just have a middle ground in that I tend to watch quite a few YouTube channels for people who share information about QAnon, but I'm not a supporter or, or either way, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I do think the trouble is because human beings are quite tribal, you get those who think, oh, well, I'm in the tribal camp, and then you get those in the alternative movement who go, it's all just a psyop. And I try to sit somewhere in the middle, really. Well, it's the best way to, to be with stuff like this, because at the end of the day, um, there's nothing an individual can do right now, especially if you're not a high-level officer within this um, system. Well, yeah. There's sure. nothing an individual can do to affect the outcome. And also, just to add, I was having this thought yesterday whilst preparing this episode was that, you know, I think people are saying that Trump's a master, you know, tactician. Uh, and I think there's an element of that, and he knows, you know, about the art of war, Sun Tzu, the art of war, which is all about weakening yourself. So, you know, your opponent thinks that you're weak, and then to strike back at them just at the, at the point they feel that they're strongest and emboldened. And he said that he's playing a, a game of 5D chess. I think it's beyond that. I I think what's going on, and the other thing, this is tied into this idea of empowerment, Mike, and turmoil is, my God, it's not even, it's wheels within wheels within wheels within wheels. And I bet there's literally a handful of people who know, because if things like the central banking system is being taken down, as some people are muting as well, you know, power structures that have been in place for hundreds of years, my God, there can't be that many people who have a concept of, what's going on it's it's beyond mind-blowing and that is back to our point that can really make you feel disempowered and i know yep. me you know what i'm like mike i want to know the details of everything and it that is what's really screwing me up at, at, at the moment because i even i can't work it out it's just too it's too momentous so i need to jump off that train do you know what yeah I mean? that's why i said i've just taken a huge step back from that almost to the point where i don't care what happens yeah. the way i see it whatever happens is obviously what needs to happen to help um, humanity evolve in the best way possible yeah. if that involves biden women um winning so um and then completely messing up if that involves trump winning um and the deep state being gone or hell do you know what? I think my preferred outcome is they end up squabbling so much against each other, the whole of America just goes, fuck it. Why do we need them anymore? Right. And right. it moves on without them. Right. I mean, to be honest, I think that one would be the better way to evolve humanity and not necessarily needing to look up to leaders. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's quite a, a, a discerning position, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, there are just as many people um, who support Trump 
not necessarily politically, because they're Republicans, but they support what it represents, who are saying... Oh, God. Right? Who are Sorry. saying Who are saying that um, if Biden does win, then, then basically um, humanity, we are screwed, because the whole rollout of this, you know, some would say satanic agenda is going to be ramped up. You're going to have the whole fake green agenda. You're going to have the World Economic Forum rollout, mm. the whole idea of, you know... Uh, basically uh, people's um, freedom of movement, their human rights being quashed, and we're going to move into a kind of dystopian hell zone. And they they are really disturbed at that fault. And I do understand that. I can understand that perspective. I've just realised something. Right. Um, I remember when I was studying um, the rise of Nazi Germany, uh-huh. it turned out that um, the reason Hitler got into the state of having power is yeah. because at one point they were deciding between two leaders of two right. parties. Yeah. They literally couldn't decide. They kept on squabbling. Sure. And so whoever was the Speaker of the House who like took care of things like that literally said, sod it, it's going to be neither of you two and we're going to put Hitler in place. Right, okay. Um, or something along those lines. And there's a very high chance that it literally could be um, the Speaker of the House or Supreme Court Justice goes, literally, you two are squabbling, you're both kind of like committed fraud on both sides, solid, it's going to no. be neither of you two, and bringing someone else... From... I don't think, luckily, the US Constitution allows for that kind of scenario. As I was saying earlier, the most likely outcome is that the election is null and void, yeah. and they have to run it again. I don't know how long they, they would, obviously... and then to prepare that but they probably would just go back to a very basic form of voting where it's just be in-person voting with a pencil <laughs> and no and no kind of like postal votes or no um electronic voting i mean that's what i would imagine they do literally go back to the system we have in the uk well we have postal votes as well but yeah. it's all done through um in-person and obviously yeah, we don't have the craziness of the American system. <laughs> no, but there are many other problems. Yeah, true that. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, watch this space. Uh, we will do updates if anything uh, interesting develops. So, um, I was wondering, do you have any closing thoughts, Mike? I have some I'll share in a moment. In yeah. terms of for our listeners and personal empowerment. I would say at the end of the day, um, the whole theme of this episode essentially is just don't get drawn in, yeah. step back, maintain your power and keep it for yourself rather than giving it away to institutions. Yeah. Um, and one little little thought I like with this is um, science may tell you that you're not the centre of the universe, which is quite upsetting for a lot of people. <laughs> but I can God damn it. <laughs> but I can tell you that you're definitely the centre of your own observable universe. Right, and that's the distinction you were making before. Yes. So you're only in control of what's literally around you and what you can see and interact with. Mm. So control that the best you can by controlling yourself. Yeah, and that means, you know, as we were saying before, the emotions around the election yeah well not just the election all the chaos that's going on sure. at the moment i'd just like to add to that thank you mike that i really do think on a metaphysical level now that you know evil if you like or darkness is reaching the apex of its power so it may appear that it's at its height but i do, and whether this links to the the whole the whole planetary uh, event on the 21st of december but i do think that the the light is is about to shine through and um yeah i really do think that um we are on the cusp of uh, amazing changes and you know that at the end of the day the sleeping lying lion 
in the human heart is rising uh, once again. And, you know, just to show our listeners, embrace this vision in your own lives. We could be about to witness the most amazing things that we never thought possible in our lifetimes. Because I know it is easy, Mike, isn't it, to be cynical. And I've been at this game for 15 years and done so much research into the whole million and one ways in which humanity is manipulated on this planet. And it does get you down. And I've heard reports of arrests from researchers like Benjamin Fulford going back to the neocon Bush era. Oh, they're about to be arrested. And when these things (laughs) never happen, it does make you think, it's not going to happen now, but it may do. We don't know. I mean, justice on some level may be about to be served. So it's good to be not attached to that, to be hopeful. Yeah, I mean, hey, in the year of 2020 and beyond, anything can happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what this year has really taught us. Oh, it's just ripped everything up by the roots. Yeah, exactly. Just on the level of a year ago, if you said to me people would be wearing masks whilst driving along, you know, on the highway, uh, you would think, what you're 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 nuts and... so the one being told to put your mask on to go into a bank that one got me <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine now but a year ago get out so just lastly yeah as we were saying sit reconnect be in nature turn off the screen i need to remind myself of that one and um remember everything is divinely ordained like you were saying whatever happened on a cosmic divine level is what is, needs is what... to happen and i've got to, i've got to soak that up you know if, if you know Dread, dread the thought, but if Biden isn't ordained on the 20th of January, I've got to soak that up, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, I wonder what will happen if they ever find out that Biden's a paedophile. Well, We've elected they... a paedophile? Oh, if, God, no. If they ever find out, I think that's already common knowledge, isn't it? You just have to look at the footage. I'll tell you what, though. One thing I did find crazy is how little joe biden sniffing girls hair videos was going around on the run-up to oh, the election i think all the big tech were, were, were well, doing their best to censor that shall <laughs> we say so um thank you all for listening i'll just uh, just a reminder that you can catch me all on my social media presence uh so i'll put the links in the description so i'm on facebook twitter instagram and also on youtube so please do check out check those out yeah should do guys yeah so thank you for appearing on today's show um, thank you very much it's always great to turn up and do one of these yeah it's been fun and just a last message to our listeners try not to get too downhearted i know it is difficult and like mike and i were saying it's really difficult not to not to get attached to these uh, kind of crazy times and you know, we're seeing things that we, we never thought that we would see. Yeah. So we'll just rem- just leave you with these words once again. Remember, folks, if you're not in control of your consciousness, then someone else is. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.